Welcome to the Women Owned Wednesday podcast by Ellie Jane. I'm Ellie Rowe, entrepreneur and founder of Ellie Jane Collective, and today I have a very special guest, my dear friend Katie Hicks, who also happens to be the owner, or shall I say co-owner, of The Trail House, an outdoor apparel and gear store in downtown Frederick, Maryland. She and her husband, Drennan, took over the family business about a year ago. Katie's background is in media, similar to mine, and we were co-workers and cube mates for years. When she left the corporate world to help transition into the family business, I was so incredibly excited for her. And over the last year, she's experienced so much as a business owner and a new mom. It was so great to catch up. We talk about priorities, balancing business with motherhood, how the pandemic has impacted the retail industry, and all the incredible ways she's not only pivoted during this time, but also excelled, innovated, and above all, stayed positive. So without further ado, I'm here with Katie Hicks, who is the owner of The Trail House, which is a um, outdoor apparel and gear in general store located in Frederick, Maryland. Hi, Katie. Hey, Allie. How are you? Good. Thanks for joining me today. Yeah, I'm so excited to be on today. <laughs> so um, Katie and I, in a past life, worked together um, at TOP. I miss her dearly every day. We were like, cube mates for such a long time. Um, and then she left in, well, she had her first baby and then she left in October, right? Of 20, has it been, it's been October of 2019. Yeah. So, um, Ben was born, Ben, my son was born in October, 2019. And then I was on maternity leave and left our old company around, uh, January of 2020. So, okay, yeah been a year since then a whole year a whole year (laughs) um but I wanted to talk about well we can just start out by talking a little bit about like your your background and um the trail house too and like how you got started in that business yeah so my background it really is in um, media I mean I worked for two different media companies, um, both are radio stations, but um, more media properties. And I worked on the advertising side. So I kind of went from working in sales to working in um, kind of the digital advertising um, aspect. And so really my background is in advertising, sales, um, marketing, and um, with a little bit of the business aspect thrown in there. Um, and I got involved with the trail house through family. Um, my in-laws, Jerry and Clyde Hicks owned the trail house for 36 years. They started in November of 1984 and they are at the age now where they want to move on, um, from the business and they want to enjoy the outdoor life. They want to do things they want to do during the day. So they approached my husband, Drennan, and I, their oldest son, um, to see if we were interested in um, taking over the business. And I don't like to say taking over because it kind of sounds a little like taking everything over and goodbye. (laughs) Um, It was more of like a transition of the business and keeping the business running for another 36 years. Um, And we were really interested in doing it. I mean, Drennan has a tech background and he was always, but he's always loved the outdoors and I've always loved the outdoors. So with, we were both interested in kind of, um, you know, expanding the business in different ways and 
um, moving on from our corporate jobs, if you will. And so we started um, working there officially. And Drennan has worked there in the past, kind of, you know, on holidays and during sales and things like that. Um, and I've helped out over the years, but we kind of officially transitioned the business back in March and it's been a year, that's for sure. <laughs> we can go into that <laughs> more details later, but um, that's really how I got involved. And um, it's really through my in-laws starting this uh, business over you know, 36 years ago and it's been going ever since then. That's a pretty crazy legacy to um, follow up on. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the so the Trailhouse is located in downtown Frederick, Maryland, which um, if mo I'm not sure if most people are familiar with that, but it's a very historic downtown area. Um, a lot of history is there, and there is a great downtown community. I mean, we have a lot of local shops and restaurants, and everyone there is kind of it's it's got that small town feel for a bigger you know one of the bigger cities in Maryland and so everyone kind of knows each other and it's really great to keep that legacy alive in downtown Frederick because not only are we you know helping people just with you know with outdoor their outdoor lifestyle but like we're kind of helping the community itself and just we're trying to be like a community owned business where we, you know, we're not just doing it for sales, we're, we're trying to help these people. And so it's, um, and people, you know, have, we've had customers since day one of 19, 1984, and we wanna make sure that we're still family owned, that we're still there to help the community. Yeah, no, I think that's a great point. And I mean, obviously, you know, having taken over, transitioned the business in March, that's, and, you know, COVID, kind of started to become more of a big thing. I think Trump gave his first um, address on like the ninth or something like that. So yeah. it really was like the beginning of all that that changed retail, it changed restaurants, it changed, you know, small business. So how has that impacted you guys? Well, the pandemic definitely was something that we never expected was ever going to happen. And I know a lot of people are saying that, especially a lot of small businesses. Um, in the past 36 years, the Trailhouse has seen uh, things happen with the economy, recessions. They've seen, you know, weather, crazy years with the weather where it's either been extremely snowy and cold or extremely uh, warm. And so, I mean, the pandemic was something totally different. I mean, we really had to adapt. Here we are, a brick and mortar store. Um, people are used to coming in every day and seeing us and getting their, getting their apparel gear from us in hand. And we had to go to completely shut down and doors close. So it was kind of a, a curse and a blessing in the same way, just because Drennan and I were transitioning the business in March. I mean, we started working there full time. I believe it was the week of the, that like second week in March, kind of when things were getting a little weird and they were shutting down like sporting events and people didn't really know like what was happening, like what was going on. We thought, okay, this is kind of weird. We're going to have to just, you know, be, try to go along with it. And of course that maybe that, last week of March, we had to completely shut our doors because of the, 
governor's request and governor's orders. And we were like, okay, what can we do? And we transitioned to being online. We said, you know, there is a way that we can partner with these um, companies that can make us, you know, that we can be present online and people can still purchase stuff from us through different websites and they can support us the same way. So we kind of had to, we had to be on our, on our toes a little bit and transition as fast as we could into getting the business virtually, getting it online, getting our inventory online. And I would say it took a little bit because we had a little, some hiccups here and there. And then I would say probably in the middle of May when things were actually starting to open back up again, we had a fully compatible running online store and we were able to, um, get our, you know, get or actual orders coming through. And that really, really helps the business. And I know talking to my in-laws, you know, that they're, they're not the most tech savvy, but they, at least they said, you know, if this, if it wasn't for the two of you, you, you know, we're not sure if we would even be able to stay open. And so it was just kind of nice to know that we were able to hop, you know, we were, we came in at the right time. So it was kind of like, okay, this is this pandemic is totally unknown to everyone but like here we are and this is if we can get through this pandemic we can get through anything we can get through bad weather years we can get through um, recessions it's it was it was definitely a crazy time and it's been a crazy year but we've made it through so do you feel like being an outdoor apparel store when so many other you know activities were kind of limited and people were resorting to either being outdoors or being inside their homes. Like I know for me, you know, walking around in Rock Creek, the first few weeks of the pandemic, it was like, there were just so many people out and about. So do you feel like being an outdoor apparel store has helped you? Absolutely. I mean, when this all first started and movie theaters were closed and malls were closed, being an, I think people realized the only things that they can do were to go outside you know, go on a hike, go biking. Um, I know we've, we've all heard about bike shops being sold out of bikes. It's the same thing with our, I know, in the outdoor industry, people were coming in and saying, well, I'm just started getting into hiking. I need a new pair of shoes. And it's when, you know, when there's nothing else to do, I mean, you can only sit inside and watch so much TV that you, you go outside, you explore the area around you. And so being an outdoor apparel store definitely helped because we had a lot of people that had just, especially in the spring and summer and the timing of it was really great. I mean, spring and summer are sometimes not, they're not our busiest months, um, but just the weather was so nice too. People were getting outside and it's, you know, really exploring the areas around them and, it, and getting into new hobbies that they realized that they, you know, maybe, put off or didn't get a chance to do beforehand. Um, so that was nice. That was really great for our industry. Mm -hmm. I think too, one of the big things that you had mentioned previously was about community. And do you feel like being in a community like downtown Frederick also helped? Like, did you guys kind of rely on each other as business owners to get through or see how, you know, other businesses were handling it and kind of like model yourselves after that? Or how would you say community helped you through? Well, so the downtown Frederick community is very close. Um, we have really great support with the downtown Frederick partnership, which is like the business improvement district. They're, um, they're a smaller office, but they, they 
they did, they were amazing. I mean, they would send an email out every day from when this all started to even currently um, saying, you know, these are your options for uh, if you need more PPE or if these are your options for the, um, the funds that you can get, like the payroll protection program. This is what you should do if you can't get a hold of your bank. And even we also started a group email thread with all the downtown business owners that, that just was, okay, what are you guys doing about your hours? What are you guys doing about online sales? Or what do you, how are you, how are you coping with this? And are, you know, I can't get through to my bank. What can I do to, you know, maybe make myself more, get, get through to them, make myself more known. Um, so there was a really great sense of community when this all happened. Like we had people that were supporting each other's businesses and then also just, um, look, going, going around and getting advice from everyone else too. I mean, it's, even if you're not in the same industry, it's still helpful to know what the, um, bookstore is doing down the street or what the crack, you know, crack store is doing and just kind of knowing like, okay, we have your support, they, that they have your support too. If like things got really, really bad. Um, so there was definitely a great sense of community in Frederick. And then also just having that support from kind of the, the, business improvement district themselves, downtown partnership was really, was so great. They were so helpful during all this. That's awesome. So, I mean, one of the things too, that I think helps a lot and knowing you, I know this about you. So, but I think a positive attitude obviously helps a lot and feeling like you maybe have some good strategies or practices when you feel overwhelmed or stressed or, you know, any of those things, I think as business owners going through this pandemic, we've all had to adjust and all had to pivot. And so if you could give some advice or like good strategies to help you when you feel overwhelmed, what, what would some of those be? So I really just took it one day at a time. I mean, things were changing every day and yes, it was stressful. We didn't know like when we were going to be able to open again and we didn't know if people were going to support us. But I did look at it, I had to look at it with some positivity and just take it one day at a time. We had a lot of people buy gift cards from us. We had a lot of people ask how they could support us. And I knew that we would still be there after this was all said and done because we just, ha we, I knew our customers were gonna support us. And I just, you know, I had to, every day I'd say, okay, this is what we're gonna do new. We're gonna try, you know, to, do this on social media, we'll try it, you know, a promotion with gift cards and just kind of, you kind of had to think about new innovative, innovative ways that you were going to make the business work during this crazy time. And honestly, I would say I just tried to be as positive as possible. There were a lot of people that kind of, you know, get frustrated and get, you know, kind of would try to bring that negativity and you just had to say, okay, look, this is, another day we're going to get we made it through this day and you know we have this goal of like okay if we can make this much money during the day we'll be okay and if you know luckily um the trail house had really good uh, relationships with the bank the local banks and so it helped us when we were able when we were trying to get our um, payroll protection program money so that was the other thing too is just know that things are going to turn out okay you know, just have to keep a positive spin on it. And every day is changing. Like you never know tomorrow they might re you know, be able to reopen at 25% capacity. And so it was just, I kind of just had really had to stay positive. And I mean, this was not only my first 
you know, new, this is my first year of this job, but also like, this was my, this is everyone, everyone's in the same position. Like no one has, I mean, no one has dealt with a, a pandemic like this or a situation like this before. So that's kind of how I stayed, just had to stay as positive as I could the whole time. What do you feel like inspires you as a business owner now that you've been doing this for, you know, a year? What do you feel like inspires you the most? So I would just say what inspires me the most is I would love to keep the legacy of the business for another 36 years. You know, I, the fact that my in-laws have had this business, a small business for 36 years. And over the time there's been, you know, so many big box stores that have come around and sold similar products that they, that they've kept this business, you know, in the downtown Frederick area for, you know, 36 years. It just, makes me motivated to, you know, and inspired to want to keep the business around for another 36 years and make it something that's, you know, that people are still going to love over time. I mean, we've had customers that really, like, they've, they're so happy that, you know, we didn't sell the business to somebody else who's going to change it or, you know, keep, you know, change the, change the background of it. So, I mean, we're really, that's kind of what I, that's what inspires me is I hope that we can keep the business around for another 36 years and keep helping people get, you know, into the outdoors and just love the outdoor lifestyle. And that's really what is inspiring. me. <laughs> it's just, yeah. you know, I hope I can, I hope I can make it 36 years or even longer, you know, 40, 50 years and pass it down to, you know, my children now. So it's, it's, that's really what is inspiring me. You'll be old AF in 50 years. I know, right? Maybe I, yeah. Well, that's, that, that's my goal. <laughs> like, how old, like, <laughs> walking around the store, you should get your hiking. <laughs> For the walker. So, <laughs> so okay, maybe I get my 50. hiking boots. <laughs> maybe not 50, but uh, maybe at least another 36. That'd be great. <laughs> um, so, retirement age. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, speaking of, um, first, I mean, this was also your first full year of being a mom. So how did that like play a role in balancing business ownership? And like, do you feel like that impacts how you run your business at all? Yeah. I mean, obviously this sounds so cliche, but like my first job is really being a mom. And so I, it's definitely been interesting because I had this appreciation for working moms. I mean, and everyone really should, because it's hard. I mean, I wish I could be at the store a lot more, but I have a one-year-old son that I want to be around and I want to take care of. And really one of the reasons why I started, um, you know, or why I am not working in the corporate world anymore is because I wanted to spend time with my son. I wanted to have that family time. And I mean, it's, it's definitely a hard, it's hard because you want to be at the store and you want to be super involved in the business, but at the same time, you want to spend time and watch, you know, I want to watch my son grow up. And, and so it's kind of been, it's definitely been a challenge because I, as much as I like want to have both, it's, it's hard. It's hard to balance both. And I mean, I, the pandemic definitely helped. I mean, 
because I was, you know, I wasn't, we didn't need everyone there at the store every day when we were all shut down. So it was helpful to have, um, I was able to have that time home with Ben during the spring months. And now, um, Drennan and I are on a schedule that, you know, we are able to have a day with Ben, to have a day at the store and both be involved in both ways. And the other good thing is, you know, the great thing about owning your own business is you can bring your, your son to work. I mean, I bring my dog to work every day. <laughs> um, so, you know, it is great. I can bring my son to work if I need to be, if I need, you know, if need be. So it's, it's definitely been, it's, it's very challenging balancing both though. I mean, I know that if I was in any other situation, I think it'd be even harder because I'd have to be working a hundred percent full time. But at the same time, I have this little guy looking for my attention and I actually had this conversation with Drennan yesterday saying, you know, like, oh, how would we have done this if we weren't, if we were both at our old jobs? I mean, because it's so hard to think about, like, how we would have, you know, done, uh, you know, our, our regular jobs and then also tried to be parents as well without, you know, yeah, I know there's, you can have people, you know, you can get help and everything, but it's still like you want to be present there. And it's definitely it's definitely challenging, but it's been, it's been great this year because I've gotten to spend every day with him and I, I love it. Mm -hmm. I feel like, well, let's talk about that for a second because I mean, the way that we were, so when I first started at GOP, you were living in like Alexandria, Mm -hmm. commuting from there into work. And, you know, I was commuting from Columbia. So we both were having like these commutes that were just, you know, it's a long, it's a long way. And then you basically, I mean, when you found out that you were pregnant with Ben, you kind of made that transition of your lifestyle. You know, you sold your house in Alexandria, moved to Frederick. Like that was a whole very intentional lifestyle shift. Absolutely. Yes. I, I definitely wanted to be closer to family. And that was one of the reasons why I moved up to Frederick. But yeah, I mean, I wanted to be closer to this new job that I knew was going to be happening in 2020 and um obviously i the time you know we weren't really sure of the timing of all the, of the transition so i wanted to be close to the, close to the business close to um close to my family that's up here and i really was not interested in that dc commute anymore i mean i don't know anyone that loves their dc commute so <laughs> and now it's different because i feel like every, a lot of people are working from home but I really don't know anyone, maybe unless you were able to walk to work, but I don't know anyone that loved that DC commute. <laughs> it was rough. And there was days when like, yeah, you felt like you were leaving super early and then coming home super late at night. And it's like, I couldn't even imagine doing that now with Ben. I mean, we try to eat dinner at the same time every night. And it, like, that would not work. That would not work with the, my old DC lifestyle. <laughs> That's for mm-hmm. sure. Well, I think that's important to note because there are so many people that do that every day. I mean, I think back to like my lifestyle before all of this and like, you know, I was usually like one of the first people in the office and getting in there super early and then usually leaving kind of late and getting home late and then you get home and you make dinner and you, you know, uh, go to the gym and you walk the dog and then you come home and you are exhausted and you Mm -hmm. have no time to do the things that you need to do, you know, just even to get prepared for the next day or whatever it is, like, there's just not a whole lot of time and then throw a kid into the mix. And I just like, can't even imagine 
what that's like. Yeah, I mean, now I feel like my days are like, okay, go to work, come come home, we have dinner, we hang, we play, hang out for a little bit, and then Ben goes to bed at, at eight, and it's like, okay, who now I can, you know, have my day to myself, and, and that's just, a, like, that's even when I'm home with him during the days, and my husband's at work, like, I feel like the, it's just, I have this time to myself and it's like, wow, this is, this is so nice to have this time to myself. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, well, I, what do I have to do for the, the business? And I have to make sure that I can multitask, but also pay attention to bed. <laughs> and so it's, it's definitely challenging, but I am so happy that I made the transition because not only is it just a life, it was not only like a business change, but it really was a lifestyle change. And I found that my lifestyle now is just like, it's, a little bit more it's a lot more laid back than it was even when I was you know working in the corporate world so I definitely I'm very I'm, I'm very happy now and it's it's nice to have a lifestyle change too and it's nice to have a career change and I I can be happier I think too it's important for people to recognize to some degree that it's possible like I think we get so caught up sometimes and myself included in wanting, you know, a certain kind of lifestyle, living in the city, um, having a corporate job, you know, making good money, whatever it is like that you have to figure out kind of like what your priorities, what your priorities are. I mean, I'm not, you know, not to say that like if you leave a corporate job, you're not making good money. That's obviously not what I'm saying, but I'm just saying like, there are so many things that are a factor into it where you have to prioritize, like, is it money? Is it, you know, where you live? Is it your style of living? Like, is it family, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think people, there are a lot of people out there that they are, it is for them, number one is money and they may not be so happy within their corporate job or in whatever job they're doing. And for me, this really wasn't a, about money or anything. It was more about just our family, our, our lifestyle and our having our family together and doing something that Drennan and I are both super passionate about the outdoors and I've, I've always loved the outdoors. I've loved skiing and hiking. And, um, and so I am just excited to be in, and I've always actually loved clothes too. I mean, I used to be, I loved going to the mall with my mom when I was younger and going shopping. And so just to have, it's completely, even though this is a completely different career change, like it's been great because I have been doing some, it's every day is different too. Like I'm, I'm realizing that now that like every day is not the same thing of going into work and you know you're having a to-do list and punching out at 5:30 like now there's actually different you know there's something new every day that's happening and that's really kind of what is exciting me is about this and just you know pandemic aside like I would go into work and okay this would be something different that I learned today and this would be some, you know, we inter I'd interact with this customer that told me this new story. And so it's kind of, and you're, you know, you're meeting new people every day. And so it's definitely a, um, it's definitely something different. And it's, I kind of like that just, it's not the same, you know, punch in, punch out every day, sit at your desk type thing. It's, it's new, it's new, which is great. I think too, it's like a, a merge of like all of your favorite things. Like, you love talking to people, you love the clothes, you love the outdoors, 
And then there's also like the digital marketing aspect, which you got to do. <laughs> so it's yeah, like I mean, I'm still getting to, I'm super involved. I'm kind of our social media, I don't want to say manager, but I myself along with one of our employees is we're in charge of the social media. And one of the things that I said when I came on was I said, I want to post something every day on our social media, whether it's a picture of our trailhouse water bottle in the woods or whether it's a, just an outfit. Like I want to post some things that people know we're out there. I mean, social media is free, is free advertising. And, you know, I'm, I've worked in advertising. I know how ex expensive, you know, radio ads, TV ads are. And I am just like the fact that we have Facebook and Instagram and Twitter is like these, you know, you guess you can pay to be on these platforms, but most, when you just do a regular post, that's free advertising for you. And if you have so many followers, you use certain hashtags, you can get out to all these people that you may not reach. And we have a lot of customers that come in and say, oh, I saw, you know, this on your Instagram. I'm really interested in that. And so for me, like to get, to have clothes, shopping, talking to people, and then social media, which I also love. And, you know, just even getting, getting on a website or having an online platform to sell is, is a great combination for me. Yeah. <laughs> like it totally makes sense. Absolutely. Um, well, so, you know, let's talk about, speaking of all of that, let's talk about some of the big products that you guys have that are some of the most popular right now as we head into like, you know, obviously we're in some of the colder months, so people are going to be needing more warm gear, but what have been some of your like best sellers going into some of the colder months of the year? So some of our best sellers going into the cooler months of the year have probably been on like the insulated footwear category. Mm -hmm. So we did get a little bit of snow up here in Frederick back in December. And that really um, made people realize that when you're shoveling snow or if you want to go on a winter hike, you're going to need a snow boot that's not a, you know, that's not just have holes in it. And it's actually going to keep your feet warm and dry. So we actually sold ton of insulated winter boots um i would say kind of like right after the snowstorm before christmas time and so that has been a really big category for us the other big category is um, socks i mean it sounds like such a simple like little thing but having a warm um sock that's going to keep your feet dry while in dry and warm while you're hiking or whether you're just sitting around at home is super important um, so I would say socks and just also insulated footwear and then just footwear in general. I mean, we've been selling a lot of hiking boots still. People are still going out on the winter hikes. I mean, even though it's been a little on the chillier side, we do have some days where, you know, you can get out on the trails and it's not super, you know, you, you can be fine in just your, you know, regular hiking boots. Um, and then we've sold, a, we've been selling a lot of warm jackets and parkas um, or just warm down jackets. So those are probably our big um, sellers right now in the winter months. I would say this past spring and summer, we sold a lot of, still a lot of footwear. We had a lot of people coming in that were hiking for the first time and they, um, they had never, like they had never hiked before and they were hiking in their tennis shoes <laughs> and they were getting blisters or holes in them. And we said, okay, We'll get you a good pair of hiking shoes and, and, and they said how much they loved hiking. Um, and then so 
we were selling a lot of footwear and then we were also selling a lot of hard goods. So a hard good in our industry is considered a tent, a sleeping bag, um, a sleeping pad, um, a, a lot of just backpacks like day packs. So, which is so funny because, you know, in my um, in-laws started this business 36 years ago, they were really, they were selling a ton of tents, selling a ton of sleeping bags. And, and for a while there, we had a tent from like 2016 that we could not get rid of. We were never like, we were never selling, we were never selling any tents. And so it was kind of funny. We started selling all these tents, all these sleeping bags, so much so that they were becoming like bikes. Like you couldn't get a tent from a vendor. So we ended up, um, we was kind of funny. We joked like, oh, we're actually a real outdoor store now. We're not just selling like shoes and, and jackets and stuff. So it was kind of funny because I would say that was what definitely our big seller in the summertime when a lot of people were going camping or trying to camp in their backyard for something different. And we couldn't, like we were, all of our tents were sold out. We had like a couple that were left, but um, that was, that was a really popular item. Um, And I mean, it was just, it's, so I'd say those are probably the most popular products now. And you know, going, it's, it's all, but it's always changing. Like, you know, one year you could be selling a lot of tents and then next year, you know, maybe no one will be interested in a tent. So it's, it's funny. And our, in our, in our industry is also super wet weather dependent. So if it's like a really, really uh, cold, cold winter, we sell a lot more winter coats than we do if it's like a mild winter where people are fine, like their fleece or their, you know, their their semi-warm sweatshirt or jacket (laughs) um yeah i mean and that's and that's fine i mean it's gonna you know you're gonna have weird winters and you're gonna have really you know the weather is gonna be always changing and so we have to kind of adapt to that too like we may have we may order more parkas next year and watch it be a super warm winter we get no snow at all um and that's just kind of that's the i would say the challenge of you know, the bot of buying any outdoor apparel is you are so dependent on the weather and the seasons and like what's going to, ha- and you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I don't know what the weather, you know, is going to be like even, you know, next month. And so we may get another snowstorm and sell a ton of, ton of coats. Right. It's, yeah, it's, it's, that's, it's that, those are the products that we've been, that have been popular this year, but then at the same time, you know, it's who knows will be popular in this upcoming <laughs> summer, spring and summer. Well, so what are some of Katie's picks? Like, what are, what are, what do you like right now? What are some of the things that you're wearing and really loving? Um, so right now, one of my favorite things that I own is I have this Patagonia, they call it the Adam sling. And it really is a sling. Like I used to be a real, it's, it's a purse, but it's a purse that I could wear out on the trails. So I could put some snacks in it. Um, maybe like an extra pair of gloves or extra pair of socks or whatever in it. And I wear it on the trail, but I also wear it as like my regular purse. Um, and I love that. I mean, it has a little pocket at the front that I can stick like chapstick or like some, I don't know, a leave or something in there. And then it has a, uh, like, and that goes over the front of it. And then on the back, it has a little pocket that I can stick my sunglasses in or like a small little coin, you know, coin purse or credit card purse. And then it's got enough room in the, that I can carry like a full wallet in it or something else. And it's the perfect size it doesn't like weigh down on my shoulders. Like, I don't know how in the past I ever used to wear a purse that was like so heavy. And then I, 
used to just be like a dark hole. Like you'd go and you try to find like one little thing and you, you'd be, you could never find it. Um, <laughs> so that, and it's like cute. It's like a pink and blue. And so it's like two of my you know favorite colors. Um, so that would be one thing I'm definitely into. I'm also just like, I love fleeces. Like I, I could wear a fleece and especially in Maryland where the temperature is kind of, you know, it's, it's mild. It, we don't, it, it gets cool down here, but I mean, it's definitely, I love a fleece all year round. So like we have a lot of good fleeces from North Face and Patagonia and um, this company called Arteryx, which is, they're based in Canada. And I just, I love, I just love a fleece cause I can, you know, zip it up and I can pretty much wear it whenever. Mm-hmm. So I have this one fleece that's like a pullover and it's got like a camo print to it. It's like Ooh, a purpley cute. camo print. It's kind of funny because I kind of feel like camo is coming back. Not coming back, but I feel like camo is kind of in. Like I look on other retailers' um, websites all the time. I mean, I still get emails from like Lululemon or Old Navy and there's they have a lot of camo in their lines. And so mm-hmm. you can't go wrong with a little camo. Um, so that's another thing I'm loving. And then just... I mean, I love a good pair of like good hiking shoes that are going to keep my ankles supported, going to keep my feet dry and warm, but then also like they're going to be just durable, like durable to go on any type of trail too. So those are the things that I'm loving, you know, good pair of shoes, a good like active purse that, you know, or bag that you can wear out, but also like wear on the trail and then just like a good warm fleece, fuzzy fleece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. I've bought more cozy, fuzzy things this year than like ever in my life. So yeah, oh, absolutely. And I also, I mean, I'm always loving like a tight or like a jogger, something to wear like active. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. whether you're gonna work out in it or hike in it, that's that's what I'm loving too. Mm-hmm. Just me comfy, too. Comfy clothes. <laughs> comfy clothes. Yes, that's the name of the game this past year. And I don't know, 2021 may not be so different in terms of COVID. So we'll see. Yeah, we will see. <laughs> um, okay, so last thing I wanted to to ask you and talk about is, um, I know we touched on this a little earlier in the episode, but what is your, like, long-term goal with the Trailhouse, whether it's, you know, related to your website or to the physical store or um, whatever it is, like, what's your long-term goal and how do you plan on getting there? So I would say the long-term goal is kind of um, – two parts. One, I would love to get our website to just be more sophisticated. I mean, it's not that it's not sophisticated now, but just have it be more, a little bit, we have all of our product on there. I would say now we have about like 75 to 80% of our product on our website. Um, so try to get all the product on the website, um, try to get people even outside of the Frederick area to know about us. Um, luckily we've had a lot of people now coming visiting us from Montgomery County or even DC or Loudoun County and come and visit us and say like, Oh, I love supporting you. Um, you know, it's better than going to REI or Dick's Sporting Goods. So I would love to really just get our, um, get our online presence known. So whether it's, you know, we have people that we ship to or they find us online and they come visit us from, you know, more uh, just outside of the Frederick area. Um, I would say another goal is really to have just expanding the customer base. I mean, right now, a lot of the customers that we have come in know my in-laws and they know the trailhouse through my in-laws. And 
I want people to start coming to the trail house because they know Katie and Drennan or they know Katie. And that's, so that's kind of, I want to get to know more people in the downtown Frederick community and just also have people know, oh, the trail house, they're a family owned business. Like I want to come there. And all right, maybe some people are like, oh, I used to know the owners. I don't know if they still own anymore, but, or know that, you know, the family is still with the business. Um, so I would say expanding outside of Frederick, just in terms of our reach and getting more people to know about us. And then also expanding the website, making sure all the products on there. And then also just, yeah, getting new customers. I mean, some of our customers are like, we're worried that they might not, you know, they might not want to shop with us anymore after, you know, a certain amount of time. And so getting like new customers to come in, younger customers, expanding, you know, that reach there. And then also just keeping the legacy alive. I mean, definitely it's something, you know, we, we want to, whether it's, we, you know, start buying different brands or we, you know, we add, get more kids stuff in, or we kind of add on like a, you know, another section, like right now we're very focused on backpacking, hiking, um, and other, you know, outdoor activities, but like, we don't really have that, like, we don't do a lot of stuff with like kayaking. Maybe we start bringing some kayaks in and testing the waters there. Um, so I would say just kind of like expanding the product side too. Um, there's always something, you know, we could try some, some new products and see how they go and, you know, go and see how they work out, see how the customers respond to them. But I would just say, just in general, like really the one, the number one thing would just be making sure that we are, that people love, you know, that they want to come to us and they trust us for any of their outdoor questions or gear, you know, need to be outfitted for anything. And that they just know that when they buy something from us, that they are supporting a family owned business and that they trust us and what we can help them with. Yeah. Definitely. Well, thank you so much for taking the time today to hop on the podcast with me. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me, Ellie. It was so fun. It was so fun. All right. Well, we'll talk soon. Okay. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. Thank you so, so much again for listening. For more about me, Ellie Rowe, and my business, Ellie Jane Collective, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Ellie Jane Collective or online at elliejanecollective.com. And I think you know what time it is. It's time for me to ask you to please share this podcast with others. If you haven't already, please leave us a rating or a review on whatever platform it is you're listening. And please reach out. If there are women you'd like to hear from, innovators doing amazing things in the community, we want to know about it. These are crazy times. So be safe, stay well. And in the meantime, please continue living your life with intention and cultivating your life consciously. 